very temperamental and didn't work. So kind of there we go. Okay. Good morning, everybody. Thank you, Trey. Beautiful. I am always there for you. So that's reminding me of last week, right? We had a spiritual practice last week of just that, that remembering to always center ourselves in that awareness that wherever we are, God is. And so when we lose um, track, when we feel disconnected once more, we can come back quickly to that awareness that I am one with the divine. And so I invited everybody to make a list. List all of the ways that you bring your awareness back to the divine and then to pay attention throughout the week of when you realize, whoops, I've slipped out of that awareness. I'm caught again in fear, worry, doubt, concern, frustration, anger, fill in the blank. And then to make a conscious choice to remember God is there and bring yourself back into that awareness again. Choose something from your list. So how many of you took on that practice this week? All right. Yay. And so uh, I want to give you an opportunity to share, to inspire, so we can inspire one another of how these practices make a difference in your life. So who would like to share an aha or an insight or an understanding that came? All right. And I saw you, Peggy. Good morning. Um, so yesterday I had a, a, something happen that really froze me up, and I felt very um, stuck in old, habituated feelings and thoughts. And and I actually had trouble moving. And so in that moment, I said, like, breathe. And I took these, like, very slow, deep breaths through almost like a straw. And I just all of a sudden felt the emotions behind it. And I started, I sobbed for probably too long. But it was so relieving that I didn't have to stay in the frozen. I could, like, I could use my breath and reconnect. And then it, it just, it opened the gateway to what was really underneath it. So it was really great. I love that, Erin. I love that in the breathing of it, you didn't just automatically go to the peace. You allowed yourself to feel whatever was there that was under it that you weren't feeling. And then you were able to find the peace by moving through that. So, yay, Erin. All right, Peggy, what have you got to share? Well, the last few days, the last few days I've been sick, and, and it's been really miserable. And feeling sorry for myself. And all of a sudden I realized, and I don't know what made me do it, but all of a sudden it was like, You've lost your happiness, and and you need to get your happiness back because as long as you're feeling miserable, you're not going to be happy. And I happen to look out, and I have this little squirrel that is about as big as a small dog, and I and I feed him, and seeing him just sort of brought that happiness back, and I was able to um, refocus. It's a little thing, but. It was, it, it just, it was like he came right when I needed him. It's not a little thing. It's not a little thing, right? To shift out of that place that you recognize this isn't where I want to be and to allow just something simple, the breath, a swirl, the sunrise, whatever it might be for you, to allow that to center you one more, once more. It's a huge thing. So yay, Peggy. Yay, Aaron. Yay, the rest of you who took that practice on. We are moving forward today. And our conversation today is on prayer. Remember, we are going through a, a, a series that's basically basic unity teachings. Who are we? And so today's is on standing in the gap, the power of prayer. And that idea of standing in the gap actually comes from Hebrew scriptures, from the book of Ezekiel. 
And in this book, the Israelites have once more lost their way. It, it feels like to me sometimes in that those Hebrew scriptures that the Israelites are constantly losing their way, and God is constantly calling them back. And so here again, they've lost their way. And in this 22nd uh, chapter in Ezekiel, it goes through all the list of how the Israelites have lost the way. They've forgotten to take care of, you know, the widows and the orphans and the poor, and they've forgotten to be a welcoming um, um, energy to the foreigners that are in their land and, you know, so on and so forth. The sins are are spoken about, and God is once more upset with the Israelites, and he says, I'm looking for just one person that will stand in the gap. So if you imagine, you know, this wall, remember in those days, the walls around the city to protect them. So there's a hole in the wall, and and I'm ready to throw the Israelites through this hole, but I need one person that's willing to stand in the gap. And if I can find one person, then I won't scatter the Israelites once more, right? And so it's this idea of this God that is upset, wants one person to show that there's still righteousness here so that the good can be saved, if you will. And so in unity, next week we're going to be talking about the Bible, so I don't want to go into a big metaphysical Bible interpretation here. But in unity, what we do is we look at a scripture like that and we ask ourselves the question, how is that speaking to me? And so the idea of the Israelites The Israelites represent that longing within us to know God. That longing within to know God. But here we are longing to know God, and at the same time there's other thoughts that are in our mind, those error thoughts that keep us from fully living those ideas that God is inviting us to so that we can truly know God. And so what we're looking for is, can, can I find an idea that will stand in the gap of all of those error thoughts? And sometimes we need support with that. Sometimes we've forgotten and we need support for that. So who will stand in the gap for us? And so unity is really uh, the foundation is prayer, but not just prayer for me and where I'm praying for myself, but unity is always stood for how we can stand in the gap for one another, to be that truth for one another when people in our lives are struggling. So silent unity, for example, is a way that unity offers standing in the gap. So joining me today is Michelle Coles. So Michelle, some of you may or may not know, is our team lead for our prayer chaplain. And so she is up here to share some thoughts with you from that prayer chaplain perspective. And I'm just going to let you also know, in case you hadn't heard, Michelle is also studying to be a unity minister. So, yay, Michelle. Yay, Michelle. Right? So, welcome, Michelle. Can you tell us uh, what it means to you to stand in the gap? So, I, I look it up in, uh, what is it, the And, um, it came up with the concept of intercession or praying for others, which you just mentioned. Um, but seeing their truth and holding that vision for for them at a time when they might not be able to hold it for themselves. So um, it's that space between the relative world. You're always talking about the relative versus the absolute realm the relative realm of our everyday thoughts and ideas 
versus our absolute consciousness of God. So it's standing in that space so that there is a connection then to that divine. And so can you share your thoughts on, um, so we've got unity and how unity's principles support that idea that we can stand in the gap for one another, for ourselves? Uh, yes, so we, we have our five basic principles. God is all there is and God is good. That God is within all of us, therefore we are inherently good. Uh, There's the law of mind action that our thoughts create our reality. And then there is our um, belief in prayer as a guiding force through that uh, reality. And then there's taking action. And prayer would kind of be like that highest action, like a higher mind action that you can take to stand in the gap for your friends, for your family, uh, for your country, whatever that is that you need to do. So sometimes we talk about in unity that we all have this power and presence of the divine within us. So I sometimes hear like, we don't need people to be praying for us because I already have the power of the divine within. So can you speak to that, Michelle? Why would we maybe want somebody to pray with us? How does that fit in? So the, the Bible says, wherever two or three are gathered in my name, I am there among them. That is kind of the essence of having a prayer chaplain and having someone stand in the gap for you. It's strength in numbers. It's enhancing that um, that prayer, that uh, request, that thanksgiving, that blessing that you're uh, going to God with. And then it's also a way of kind of giving it to the other person so that they can let it go for you if you can't let go yourself of what that outcome will look like. Yeah, so I know I sometimes feel like I can't remember in a moment, and it's really helpful to reach out to someone and have that someone join with me in consciousness to remember the truth with me. Anybody ever feel that way? Like, I forget in this moment. Peggy, you came back to it, but sometimes you can't. You know, it just feels impossible. So it's beautiful that we have our prayer chaplains, for example, mm-hmm. or silent unity that we can call to remind us of those truths. So can you um, share some words with us, Michelle, on how our prayer chaplains support us in standing in the gap? Uh, every Sunday we have a prayer chaplain that comes up and does the prayer in the middle of service, but we're also holding that space for you um, when we're here during service. Uh, we offer individual prayer after service in the sanctuary. Um, if you know us as a prayer chaplain, we offer prayer whenever. If you you know, would like one of us to pray with you, we will pray with you wherever uh, you are. Uh, we also pray over the prayers in the prayer box. I don't know if um, some of you realize that. We put those prayers in that prayer box. Um, and every week we type them up. And we keep them confidential amongst the prayer chaplains. We read those prayers for 30 days. And we also send them on to Silent Unity, who also prays for them for 30 days. So we're constantly in the gap with you, holding up whatever prayer you have. And with that, so if somebody comes to the prayer chaplains for prayer, 
you know, there has to be a space there, a sacred space, a safe space where trust is built. So how did the prayer chaplains build that sacred, safe place of trust so people feel like, you all feel like, you can come and pray with the prayer chaplain? Uh, that's a good question. Uh, we have three kind of guiding forces. We lovingly listen, we hold sacred space, and then we hold in confidence what is shared. Uh, those are our basic premises. So to lovingly listen or actively listen, we are there to support you. We're not there to fix you or to offer any advice or counsel. We are just there with you so that you can feel whatever you need to feel, so that you can um, be in that space of trust with us. When we're holding that sacred space, we're taking that breath for you, or with you, uh, rather. Um, we are supporting you in whatever prayer you have, whether it's a, a blessing or a healing or uh, something for guidance. We are holding all of that in confidence. We never share that prayer. And when I say that, um, it's like if, if uh, Eileen, because I'm looking at Eileen right now, if Eileen uh, comes to me for a prayer for whatever reason, I don't go back to her and ask her, how did it go? Because I know that I've already given that to God and released that. Now, if Eileen wants to come to me and say, oh my gosh, my prayer was answered, this is glorious, I'm really excited, then, then that's okay. But we would never kind of go to you um, the next week or anything and talk about it. So you've shared some of the many ways that the prayer chaplains are active here. There's one area of the prayer chaplain ministry that I didn't hear mentioned yet, which is our prayer shawl ministry. Can you just say a few words about that yet? Yeah, I had a quote for that, and I can't... Ah. When, um, when the prayer shawl ministry uh, was formed... Um, we had uh, people that came, come into the sanctuary and they do their crocheting or their knitting here. Uh, but they also go to the community room between services and sit at a table. And, and with each stitch, with each knot and pearl or whatever those are, because I don't do that, um, they, um, they are saying a prayer. And uh, we have some examples of some of the prayers that they might say um, at the prayer table after service, if you wanted to see those, and get a little bit more information about the prayer shawl ministry. But they take the time uh, and they infuse what they're making in those prayers. Uh, and it's just a beautiful thing, another way that um, you as uh, the congregation can um, have someone stand in the gap for you. If you've ever received one of those shawls, you know that um, it just feels so good to be able to envelop yourself and wrap yourself in that in that love. Thank you, Michelle. So, I mean, we could sit and we could continue to have an intellectual conversation, if you will, about prayer, or we could actually pray. And so we wanted to give you all the opportunity um, to experience the power of prayer and the power of standing in the gap for one another. So what we're going to do is offer a very um, experiential opportunity for you here. And I want to preface this by saying if you decide to say yes to the opportunity given, you don't have to say or do anything. 
but come forward. So anybody uh, that is afraid, oh, if I say yes, I might have to say something. You don't have to say anything. But what we'd like to do is offer you, first of all, an opportunity to have prayer, um, anything related to health, anything related to wholeness. And so if you are here this morning and you are, would like to have some prayer around health and wholeness, what I'd like you to do is come forward. And all you have to do is stand up here. So n- no anything other than yes. I would like to have prayer for healing, for wholeness. And then just come up and we're going to make a line up here. And you can can turn and face that way if you will. Go ahead and face the community, right? So we are all going to, you're all going to stand in the gap. Okay, now as they're gathering here, what I'd like to invite is others from the community to come forward to stand behind them to say, yes, I will stand in the gap for you. So if you are willing to stand in the gap for someone, come forward, stand behind them. And maybe uh, put your hand on their shoulder so they know someone's there. Right? In this, in this way, we let one another know you're not alone. Kathy, we got one more here, if you wouldn't mind coming. There we go. Either behind Zori or... There we go. One of those two. I mean, we've got two there. All right. And then we've got one of our prayer cha- chaplains, Tim, who's going to do a prayer for us on healing. Is healing life and life of God closely Lord, thank you for this amazing, beautiful body. I am so blessed to be able to wake up every morning to your goodness. Whenever I have a healing need, I relax, release my fears, and allow the healing light and life of God to flow through me. I affirm the power of God within to heal whatever needs to be healed. Healing light fills me permeating every cell and fiber of my being. God is greater than any appearance of illness. And healing light breaks forth as I affirm the power of God working in and through me now. First in mind, then in body, my healing springs up quickly. Moment to moment, I give thanks for healing light and life of God within you. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you, Pam. Thank you, each one who came forward with courage to say, I would like some prayer, and each one who stood in the gap with you to say, you're not alone in this. I am standing with you. So you can all sit back down. So that is what it can look like to stand in the gap with one another. We're going to do another prayer this time for prosperity. Now, I want to remind you that prosperity can extend beyond just financial prosperity, that prosperity shows up in every area of our life, in our relationships, in our job, in our health and wholeness, in our finances. And so if you would like some prayer today in the same way for prosperity, for abundance, I would like to invite you to come forward. Just like that last group did, just come on forward and create your line. And then again, we need some of you to say, yes, I'm willing to stand in the gap with you, to know the truth for you, to support you. And I can't tell you what that feels like to stand here in need of prayer and to feel somebody behind you saying, I'm with you. You are not alone. And then 
There we go. Join, join with. All right, and then Karen is going to lead us in a prayer on prosperity. I invite each of you to close your eyes and just relax into this moment. Take a breath in, and as you re- release your breath, let go of any concerns, any outer concerns that you may be holding right now. Know that you are one with divine mind consciousness, the power and presence of God flowing in and through you. You are one with divine abundance, the invisible kingdom of God, out of which all good flows. With an open mind and a receptive heart, feel the peace of God's presence now in this moment of silence. We affirm that rich blessings of divine abundance flow to you. You are prosperous. Know that there is enough for you, enough good in all its forms for you to have and to share with others because God is your constant supply. You give freely and you receive graciously. As you live in flow, in the flow of divine prosperity, we give thanks for the continuous stream of good flowing through your life. We know that infinite blessings are coming to you now. With gratitude, we affirm your good. Your life is blessed, and all of your needs are met. Thank you, God. Thank you, Karen. Thank you for each one who came forward for prayer, each one willing to stand in the gap. This is what community is about. Spiritual community is about our willingness to stand in truth with one another, to see the truth with one another, because sometimes it can be challenging to see it for ourselves. And so to offer you yet another opportunity. So sometimes I know that I feel when I'm in those moments of forgetfulness that God is here, that God is present, I can get really confused. And I can be in this place of I don't know, I don't know, I'm so confused, I don't know what direction to go, I don't know what step to take. And in that time, I'm reminded that we always have the wisdom, the guidance of God within. And sometimes we need support in remembering that. And so if you would like a prayer of guidance, Supporting you and remembering that God is there guiding you. That wisdom is there within you guiding you. I want to invite you forward as well. Come forward and have a prayer for guidance. Anybody who needs some guidance? That's it. Stand up. Okay. And then people to stand in the gap again. Who's willing to stand in the gap with these ones? Praying, seeking Guidance. I'm here with you. You are not alone. And I love the the abundance. Thank you, Debbie. So you can come. We can support them. It's all good. All right. And Jesse is going to offer us a prayer for guidance. 
as we pray for guidance, let us all take a nice deep breath. Breathe in, and as we let go, we let go of any thought that does not serve us. And as we keep deeply breathing, connect with your heart, with your mind, with your body. For God is in every cell, breathing you, being there for you. Every step you take, God is taking with you. Everything you do, God is doing it with you. For every aspect of your life, God is with you. Just take a breath. Breathe. God is here. I know what to do. And I bring forth the zeal and enthusiasm to do or not do as I am guided. And so it is. Thank you, Jesse. Thank you, each one who came to stand in the gap. What a powerful group here holding you in prayer, knowing the truth with you, standing in faith with you. You stand in faith. Now, oftentimes, what happens with prayer is we think about prayer at the times when we feel like we're in need, when we're in need of that healing, when we're in need of that guidance, when we're in need of that prosperity. But prayer can also be a time of thanksgiving. When we are so grateful for something that has occurred in our life. And so I want to end this time of prayer with an opportunity. Those of you who have something that you are so grateful for that you want to be in a prayer of thanksgiving this morning. To come on forward one more time. One more time. Prayer of thanksgiving. And stand. And as they gather, then we're going to, of course, invite those of you who would like to be in the gap with them. To say, yes, I will join with you in knowing God is good all the time. There is always something to be grateful for. And I am willing to see it with you. Okay, we've got one more over here. Somebody wants to come down. This. Oh, there we go, Dale. All right. Beautiful. There we go. And then Michelle is going to offer us a prayer of thanksgiving. Oh, two mics now. And I'm so grateful. <laughs> Oh, feel that joy, that elation, that blessing that is in your life. Hold that in your heart. Feel that emanating out into the world, brightening everyone's day. We are so thankful for all of our blessings, for our abundance for our wholeness, for our right actions. God has given us that grace of thanksgiving. And we are joined with Him or her. We say thank you, God. Thank you, God. Amen. And amen. Amen. Thank you, Michelle. Thank you, each one who came to stand in the gap, and each one who came was for a prayer for Thanksgiving.
Now, it's that simple that we can stand in the gap with one another. There are no magic words, right? There's just a willingness to be in the truth with you. To know if Debbie's having a hard day, to say, Debbie, I'm going to stand in faith with you that God is here. When Eileen is facing, facing a health challenge, to say, Eileen, I know that the very essence that is God is moving through you. I stand in that gap with you. Right? When Dale is looking for some guidance as he's going on that Cleveland council, <laughs> that we stand in faith knowing, Dale, God's wisdom is guiding you and every member of that council. We stand in faith for you. And in this way, we stand in the gap with one another, not getting into our pity stories, not getting into, oh, poor you, that you're going through this, but standing in faith, being that one that says, yes, yes, I know the truth with you. So, Michelle, do you want to um, share who is here as prayer chaplains today and, and what's happening in the community room after service today? Sure. Thank you. So, if you're an active prayer chaplain, if you could stand. We have Pam um, up here on my whatever this side is. And uh, <laughs> Karen Kasmer on this side. And then Jesse is in the back. So we have 11 prayer chaplains right now. Um, we're just uh, a portion of them. Uh, we are looking for new prayer chaplains. Uh, we have a retreat for the prayer chaplains, which is also partly our training, uh, happening in March. And we have a table in the community room set up so that if you have any additional questions, uh, want to know anything about our prayer chaplains, uh, you can join us there and we'll be happy to uh, talk to you about that. Thank you, Michelle. Sure. Thank you, prayer chaplain. So, we're going to end our service with, uh, as we always do, uh, with our practice, which my practice is missing there, so that's okay. Um, thank you, Greg. So, in your bulletins, first of all, I want to point out that there is a half-page flyer that looks like this. This offers you an opportunity to see all the many ways that you have to pray, not only here at Unity Spiritual Center, but within Unity. Everything from you've heard myself and others talk about Silent Unity, holding your prayers for 30 days. That takes place in the Silent Unity Prayer Chapel, which is this very first picture here. And Unity has now made it possible for you and I to be virtual parts of the Silent Unity Prayer Chapel. If you go to unityprayervigil.org, uh, you can take part. And imagine you are walking into this prayer chapel and sitting in vigil with the prayer chaplains that will always be there 24 hours a day, seven days a week. The You Pray app, the opportunity to put in a prayer request, both at Silent Unity and at unityspiritualcenter.com. The opportunity to pray with our prayer chaplains here at Unity Spiritual Center to get involved in the prayer shawl ministry, or did you know that you can pick up a prayer shawl? If there is someone in your life that could use one of those prayer shawls, they are there and available for you, located in the hallway outside of the men's room on the other side of our building. So know that those are always available for you. And then finally, our Monday through Friday prayer call, the instructions are there for you. So lots of ways for you to join in prayer, stand in the gap with one another, and know the truth together. So what's our practice? Prayer, of course, right? So choose. Choose one of those ways. I don't care which way, but engage in prayer every single day this week. See what a difference it can be and mean for you to be in this consciousness of prayer, 
and um, and it gives you some opportunities there. Take the time each day. Stand in the gap for yourself with others. Just pray. Will you join me? Prayer, pray. Yes. Beautiful. Thank you, God, and thank you all, and thank you, Michelle, and our prayer chaplain. God bless.